Tonight, we roll back the clock and enter the world of 1937 Bellingham. Like our world, it is filled with the same street corners, buildings, and boats. But take a turn down one of the dark alleys off Holly Street, and you could find yourself tangling with much darker things than shadows. <coughs> Presenting Bellingham Terror. Hello? You that reporter they said would come? Yes, sir. David Phillips with the Bellingham Herald. And you are? George Vandersteen. You bring your camera? Yes, sir. I... Wait, hold on. Let me grab it. Wait. Here it is. Okay. Start at the beginning. Came in, like usual. One of the cranes was acting up, so I went down to take a look at it about mm, 7 a.m. I had just come in, and I guess the night shift guy had left early. I went down and saw this huge mass of seaweed caught round about the struts. Well, that was no seaweed. The night shift guy had left early. Whoa, there. You are slow. Try to keep up. Sorry, sir. You were saying? This thing. I have no idea what it is. Looked like a big mass of kelp and dead fish. I get down there and it looks to be about the size of a pickup truck. I took three of the beefiest guys we got just to haul it in and lay it in the shed over there. It had tentacles and smelled. Yeah? Well, smelled wrong. No other way about it, just wrong. When we were hauling it in, I, I swear I, I heard that thing whispering to me. Whispering? The, the squid was whispering? You know what? Just forget that, kid. Jeez, I must be losing it. Must be lo oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, where do you keep the creature? Right here. Watch the gunk on the floor. Left that stuff everywhere. Where'd it go? It was right here? We hold it here, yeah. I'm the only one with the key. Without a picture, my editor is going to kill me. I don't understand. Hank, did you mess with the squid? I'll just take a look around. boys don't know what happened either. Sorry to waste your time, but it looks like the thing just up and disappeared. Climbed. What? The warehouse is sealed off on all four sides, so the only option remains climbing or digging. See that trail of slime in the gravel where you dragged it? Look up to the wooden beam, the same gunk, and again on those rafters. How can you even make that out in this light? Neither one of the windows up there are broken, which means it opened them. I assume they're latched. Uh, yeah. How many squids do you know that can open windows? Well, uh... I, I think this story might make the paper after all. In a small flat across town, history student Juniper Harper takes a break from a night of studying to go make a cup of tea. Oh, hello, Mabel. Late night reading again? Just meeting with some friends. Adrian, this is my roommate, Juniper Harper. Oh, never mind about that whole thing. It's easily 15 syllables too many. You can call me June. You know, like, the month? The month? I don't understand. Of course, the month is actually named after the Roman goddess Juno. Did you know that? She was the goddess of contracts, legal papers, and marriages, which I guess are all the same thing when you look at it. Thanks, June. We were just... Did you ever have to take mythology, Mabel? Not really my area. No room for classics when you're studying cartography, eh? Uh, Mabel's a whiz with maps. You need to find something, she's your gal. Uh, on, on land or by sea, that's our gal. But of course, without the whole Paul Revere thing. Paul Revere? One if by land, two if by sea. 
Henry Wadsworth Longfellow? Honestly, Mabel. Anyway, I'm going to get my cup of tea now. Refreshes the spirit and the mind. What an unusual woman. Does she suspect anything? She knows nothing. She is just a child. Brother Adrian, we have business to attend to. I have located the precise location of the fault line. It is here, on the shore of the bay next to the salmon cannery. You will be out of the wind and have clear line of sight to where Centalia is entombed beneath the waves. Centalia stirs in her slumber. Already she has sent forth her child into the world. Now we can complete her awakening. June, are you okay? Who, me? Uh, perfectly fine. Just a little clumsy. Nothing to worry about. She hears. Perhaps I should collect her tongue. You'll bring more eyes upon us. You wouldn't want the society to get wind of this. Put away that blade before she returns. You know, I was I was just thinking, maybe I'll have my tea outside. Uh, it's a lovely day, lovely weather. Um, I'm just gonna go sit for a little bit. I know, Gladstone, I heard. Those friends of hers are bad news, and they're not collecting anything from me. I wonder what Mabel's gotten herself involved with. Bootleggers? Mountain folk? What do you think, Gladstone? Maybe I'll do some snooping. Just tidy up a little in her room and see what I can find. <laughs> yes, after they leave. Come on in. David, sorry for the mess. I'm still straightening everything out from that earthquake last night. It was a 6.5, I think, sir. Rattled my teeth, that's for sure. Woke my daughter up, too. Scared her half to death. Thankfully, it was centered out in the bay. Not too much damage. Very true. All right, David, I've got a fatality for you to write up. You drew the short straw, so off you go. A man died in his house in Fairhaven last night. The police are expecting you. Tom Stevenson is his name. Was... About 50. Yes, sir. I'll head right over. And David? Yes, sir? Try to get a picture of this body before it gets up and walks away. Yes, sir. Go! David pulled into the driveway of the simple two-story house in Fairhaven. Ugh, slippery steps. Yep. Officer, my name is David Phillips from the Bellingham Herald. Oh, yeah. Come on in. He's in here. I'll warn you, though, it's not for the faint of heart. Wow. Look at that face. Yeah. He looks scared to death, that's what. Weren't any signs of a struggle. You mean he fell down on the floor like that? Not a pretty sight. Looks like the worst possible way to punch the ticket. It's a strange one, all right, but at least we've got a body this time. We'll take it over a head-scratcher like that missing dock worker's case. That's the longshoreman, right? Yeah, three of them just up and disappeared one night. Probably just some booze runners hiding out in the mountains till something blows over. So this guy, the stiff, have you determined cause of death? Not really sure. Still working on it. The coroner thinks heart attack, but just look at him. Look at his arms and his face. He saw something. Have the next of kin been contacted? Hey, come on, we do our job. We'll give you a holler when it's time. There's some sort of gunk on the ground. Yeah, watch out for that. We've been slipping on it all over the house. Figure he's having some plumbing problems or something. 
Well, I gotta get these to the dark room. Good day, officer. Hey, if you hear anything about the three blokes at the bay, you give me a call. You hear? I will. Something about this whole mess smells. Across town, Juniper Harper was doing some investigating of her own. There has got to be something in Mabel's room. Ugh, does she ever clean? A good find, Gladstone. That looks like a journal of some sort. This will give us some answers. Scrawled in dense handwriting are letters in an obtuse and foreign language she has never seen before. The cramped calligraphy is stretched and squeezed across the pages. The only thing she could recognize was the repeated word Sintalia and a series of numbers. 4875... Turning the last page... Ugh! It is a crude sketch, angry jagged lines, a creature, a twisted mass of marine flesh full of teeth and limbs. From its belly, a multitude of tentacles stretched out, reaching across the page, as if to grab June and strangle the life from her lungs. Ah! I'm okay, Gladstone. Just a little shaken. Okay, not bootleggers, then. This certainly isn't for a class. I wonder, is she a foreign agent? Some sort of spy? What was that thing? Why am I asking you? Let's go find someone who would know. Welcome to the Bellingham Library. How may I help you? Yes, hi. My name is June Harper, and I'm wondering if you had any books about something called Centalia? Hmm, that sounds vaguely familiar. I think I remember seeing something like that in our myth and folklore section. Just a moment, please. And she said she wasn't taking mythology. Yes, here it is. The Horror of Centalia by Professor Kerrigan. This is an old folktale from Scotland that the professor gathered information on. Some sort of local practice involving a fish god. It has been a while since I read through it. A fish god? Yes. Let's see. Here, Professor Kerrigan quotes from a found manuscript. Hmm. Professors ever so like their dusty papers. No? Yes. What did he find? <clears throat> and the earth shook, and the seas opened, and from the gates of hell, the fish goddess Centalia walked upon the waters. Her coming had been foretold by the patterns of birds and the alignment of the stars. And lo, the men offered her three strong warriors from their village, who Centalia devoured and sank back into the depths to slumber once more. Rather Crowley, don't you think? Are you doing a research paper at the school? Yes! Yeah, let, let's go with that. Uh, before I forget, do you have any idea what these numbers mean? Hmm, they look like longitude and latitude coordinates. If you want, I can look them up and get back to you. Thank you. Is that where you keep the old issues of the Billingham Herald? Yes, right over there. Okay, this is getting weirder and weirder. Mabel's not a bootlegger, she's not a spy, and now prophecy? She doesn't even go to church. But the earthquake matches up, and the drawing. <sighs> Here we go. Local bird watchers note rare birds in area. And again, in the Bellingham Evening News, Whatcom Audubon Society raises questions about recent seagull migrations. What else? Aha! 
Local astronomer Jeff Hoffmeister confused over apparent shifting of constellation patterns. Shifting stars, earthquakes, strange birds, prophecies and monsters. The only thing missing is the sacrifice. The sacrifice? Oh no! Hello? Hi, my name is June Harper and I have a huge story for you guys. Really big headline stuff. Okay, ma'am. What is it? I think I know who's been behind the missing dock workers. Really? Why are you talking to me about this? Shouldn't you call the police? I think a secret cult of fish god worshippers here in Bellingham have killed them. Oh. What? That's why you didn't go to the police. Look, I'm not crazy. Sure you aren't, ma'am. No, listen to me. This is really important. I'm sure it is, ma'am. June! What? My name is June, and there really is something going on here. See, my roommate has been hanging out with this shady crowd, and then I found her journal, and it has some disturbing pictures. June, 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 look, you sound like a really nice girl, but we can't just paste up a big headline saying there's some sort of fish cult in Bellingham. People would toss us in the trash with the tabloids. But you have to listen. My roommate, she's involved with this... The squid creature thing. It looks as big as a bus and the tentacles coming out of its stomach. Tentacles? Yes, like a squid. But this thing wasn't shaped like a squid. It looked strange. Alien. June, you said you found this drawing yesterday morning. Yes, but it looked like it had been there for a while. Can I come over and see the drawing? I'm not really sure when my roommate is coming home. The reason why I ask is I met a man who described just such a creature. They'd pulled it out of the bay just before dawn. That thing is real? I think we should talk, you and I. Let me pick you up. There's someone who I think should see that drawing of yours. With all due haste, June and David made their way down to the docks, looking for the only man who really got a good look at the creature. Hello? Hello? Yeah, down here. Hi. Where is everybody? People keep turning up sick. There's just two guys left working the shift today. My name is David Phillips. I'm a reporter with The Herald, and this is June Harper. We need to speak to George. Is he around? No, man. Didn't you hear? What? What happened? George went crazy yesterday. Took a drill to his temple. We managed to stop him in time, but he was shouting and screaming all to hell. They took him to St. Joe's. Welcome to St. Joseph's Mental Ward. How can I help you? My name is David Phillips. I'm a reporter with The Herald. I need to speak to Mr. George Vanderveen. I'm sorry. Only family are allowed to visit. I'm his daughter, June uh, Vanderveen. Very well. Sign here and I will take you in. I'll warn you, your father has been quite distraught all day. We had to sedate him several times. What seems to be the problem? Schizophrenia. He is having auditory hallucinations. What? He's hearing voices. George Vanderveen, you have some visitors. Your daughter is here. Don't stay too long. He will become agitated. George, it's me, David, from the Herald. I need to know more about that creature you pulled out of the bay yesterday. No. She moves in the darkness and the dip. 
She's feeding and making the world right again. Priest and Talia, the priest comes, the priest comes! What priest? He carries with him the Book of Design. He will make the ritual. He will bring the sacrifice for Our Lady. Praise Centalia! Praise Centalia! Come on, June. This guy has lost it. He's no use. Centalia? Is that the creature that you pulled out of the bay? It drifted into the shores from the elders' depths and whispered into my ear sweet, sweet dreams of Centalia. Dread Centalia lies dead in the House of Design, dreaming she will return tonight. Wait, tonight? Something is going on tonight? Tonight. The ritual to awaken Centalia and bring her wrath upon this city. Soon, the voices shall cease and the streets shall run with brine and blood. Brine and blood! The creatures shall storm the shores! And the time shall drown you all! <laughs> Miss! Miss! Okay, that's enough. Out you go. <laughs> Brian and blood! Brian and blood! Well, that was, that was unsettling. You're a very peculiar woman, you know that? My mother always told me I was enchanting. This has got to be the strangest story I've ever worked on. I don't know if I'll even be able to write it. Don't be ridiculous. Of course you can. Let's go back to my house, look over my roommate's notes, and see if there's something I missed. Stick with me, David Phillips. We will crack these dockside murders. What a mess. You live like this? Hey, she keeps it to her room. Check by the bed. She might have moved her journal over there. Here we go. This looks familiar. It's my article on the washed-up squid. <laughs> I didn't know anyone read my stuff. This was page nine. Page nine! Here's an interesting entry. Dates last fall. The cult of Centalia has finally made me one of its own. With the power and riches they promised me, I will finally make something of myself. Now all I must do is help them understand the bay with my research. A year from now, I will await the awakening of the mother herself, Centalia. Why can't young women today take up normal hobbies, like bicycling, flower pressing? Young women today. How old are you? Well, I just meant... You meant we should all be in little aprons, cooking and dreaming of husbands. No, look, no need to get sore about... Uh, the coordinates! What? We've got to find out where the mother will wake up, see? we. She wrote down the coordinates near the end of her journal. Pass me the phone, I've got to give the librarian a call. Unless you want me to put on my apron first. Heck, at this point I'll give you my reporter's pad and I'll go press flowers. Bellingham Bay Library. How may I help you? Hi, this is June Harper. I came in the other day and I was talking about Centalia and those coordinates. Oh, why, yes. I wrote a note to call you last night. I have found the precise location they indicate. Thank you. Uh, where exactly? Down at the old waterfront at the end of Cornwall Avenue. I hope this helps your project. Uh, yes. Y uh, thanks again, and have a nice day. After tonight, it's hard to say if any day will be nice again. Don't be such a downer. This is fun. Get in the car. Let's go. What little light there was from the stars seemed muted on the gray water of the bay. 
Crouching, trying to make as little noise as possible, June and David approach the torch-lit gathering on the shore. Ten figures in long black robes gather around a single cyclopean stone pillar about eight feet tall. Tied to the pillar are three grown men, bound and unconscious. Look, it's the missing dock workers. Shh, they, they must be the sacrifice. Nearest the water, a tall man draws back his hood to reveal a thin, reedy beard and his bald head covered in black tattoos. He holds a thick, bound, ancient tome. O Centalia, hear our prayers. O Centalia, who dwells in the dark house of Dazan, ever dreaming. The ritual is ready. The offering is set. That's Adrian, the man who wanted my tongue. I couldn't see his tattoos before. Shh. Dread Centalia, awaken and seize this mortal realm. Feast on our offering and fill our streets with brine and blood. Mabel? It's official. You have the worst taste in roommates. Awaken, Centalia. Awaken! The bay begins to churn and bubble. The air fills with a putrid smell. There is a thrumming, as if black leathery wings were pounding the air. From the bay, a monstrous head appears. Hot leather skin stretched over scaled flesh. Its mouth is filled with teeth, and its eyes are inky wells of pain and fear. Its face full of disjointed alien ankles. You said the creature was big, but this? Now, go! If we work together, we can push over the pillar and free them! Less talking, more pushing! Stop them! Get the sacrifices ready! She's here! She hungers! Watch out, they have knives! I'm trying to cut the workers loose! Go! Run for your lives! All of you cool to stay back! I'll, I'll fire if I have to! The sacrifices! June, you have no idea what you've done! Yes, I do! I'm cleaning house! Wait! No! Not me! Centalia, please! I have served you! Tentacles lash out, grabbing the cult members like seashells and dragging them beneath the water. Is it over? Is everyone... God, I hope so. Uh, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I don't know what sort of story I'm going to file. Can you even imagine what my editor is going to say? I imagine if you want to not end up crazy, you should probably file a story about three dock workers that miraculously turned to their families. What are they going to tell people? That's the real question. Very true. God, can you believe that? This. Monsters. Fish cults. What... What do we do now? Implement a strict no-kidnappers policy for future roommates. Don't give me that face. 
You want to be all introspective? Find somewhere else to do it, Buster. Look me in the eye and tell me that wasn't the most exciting thing you have ever done. Well, hey, hey, what do you know? Adrian left behind his book. The Book of Dazan. Spooky title. Sounds interesting. Oh, no. Are you sure you want to read that? What, a little story never hurt anyone? You have been listening to Bellingham Terror, The Beast from the Bay. Bellingham Terror is written and produced by Riley and Brenna Sweeney and edited by Elise Gowan and Eric Prokna. Rebecca Powell is the production assistant and Devlin Sweeney the sound technician. The Beast from the Bay stars Richard May, Riley Sweeney, Adam Gaines, Brenna Sweeney, Emma Burnfield, Radford Stewart, Brooks Collins, Doug Robanser, Kate Hisdall, Scott Hisdall, and Karen Powell. Thank you for listening to Bellingham Terror, Tales of Suspense and Mystery on 102.3 KMRELP.